Welcome to Living with Victory Ministries podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Corner Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. In a moment, we'll join Tony and Lorreen Giorgio with today's message. There's a promise coming down that dusty road. From His holy hand, healing virtue flows. He's got the keys of what you Teague's Grocery and Cafe, serving Maggie Valley since 1965, with delivery now available through Grubhub. Teague's is Maggie Valley's only grocery store. They're located at 130 Soco Road near the eastern entrance of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and the Blue Ridge Parkway. Drop in for breakfast or lunch at the Corner Cafe, featuring a variety of daily specials. Teague's Grocery and Cafe is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 7 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Call 828-926-1147. Teague's Grocery and Cafe, sponsors of Living with Victory. Hey, welcome to Living with Victory, brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Cafe in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Hey, I'm Tony Giorgio, co-host with my soulmate of 57 years, author, local columnist, and co-founder of Living with Victory Ministries, Laureen Giorgio. We are bringing you hope and encouragement through our life storms and others who have had storms, stories, true stories, how we learn to focus on God's promises to either climb the mountain, go around it, or through it with Him. Now, here is Laureen. Hi, Laureen. Hi, and hello, everyone. I'm so glad you're joining us today. Before I even start with the message, I just want to say that this message is for every age, from the very young to the senior citizen, because it's kind of like the core of who God is and how we are to trust him and the benefits for trusting him. It's titled, Who is Your Helper? You know, there are times when you absolutely feel like you were surrounded by enemies and you know who they are. There are other times when you can't put your finger on the problem or where it's coming from, but you know there is something wrong. Flare-ups seem to happen out of nowhere, and before you know it, you're in a full-blown war zone. Now, I think we all understand that. (laughs) You could be getting ready for work, and everything is fine, and one little thing is said that all of a sudden something is taken wrong and you are in a war zone, okay? This could happen at home, at work, shopping, anytime and anywhere. We need to know our enemy as well as our friend. Our enemy is Satan. Satan would have us upset and full of fear and anxiety all of the time. Remember, he is a liar. 1 Peter 5.8 Be well-balanced, temperate, sober of mind. 
Always be on your guard. Be vigilant and cautious at all times. For that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion roaring. We used to live in Florida. And one day, Tony and I went to this new zoo that they had down in Miami. And it was a new concept, letting the animals run free in their own habitat, so to speak. You know, they didn't have them in cages. They were just loose. Now, they weren't close to where the people were. But as we were going out, we were passing the lions. I happened to see the male lion standing on this huge rock, and he was just standing up there so majestic and and beautiful and strong. I mean, you and hungry. Lion. Hey. <laughs> uh, a lion, you know, he looked so beautiful. You didn't think about the fierceness until we passed him, and all of a sudden he let out a roar. <laughs> I mean, the ground shook. We thought it was an earthquake, and I, I was praying that he didn't know how to swim. It literally shook the ground. The I thought he was in a cave somewhere, but he wasn't. He was out in the open. He was standing on that rock, and I don't know what he was looking at, but it just seemed like that first roar was nothing compared to the ones to follow. Oh, because <laughs> he was trying to get a message across. <laughs> and you know, when they say Satan roams the earth like a roaring lion, like a wild animal, mm. and we're the prey and he's exactly. looking to get rid of us. And it's in fierce, listen to the words now, fierce anger and hunger. Seeking someone to seize upon and not just chew or for dinner, devour. Devour, yeah. Absolutely devour. So he is out to destroy you and everyone you love if we let him. But the good news is we don't have to let him. Right. Because of Jesus and what he did on the cross. Exactly. And you have to realize when we say Jesus, we're not just talking great prophet. He's the living Christ. He's God Almighty, incarnate in human form, but he rose from the dead. Now, how do you explain that? And how do you beat somebody who you can't kill? That is right. So our friends, if Satan is our enemy, our friend is Jesus. Attacks come in many forms. Gossip. Gossip can tear friendships apart and just destroy lives. You know, people think it's a sin that isn't that important. But gossip, gossiping is almost close to lying. And uh, it can really destroy family. As kids, we used to play this telephone game. You'd pass a message to each other at a party. And by the time it came down to the fifth person, it was never the same as it started. And false accusations, a sickness, a loss, a lack of confidence in oneself, self-loathing. You know, the list goes on. Oh, yeah. Uh, of things that can actually take a person and totally destroy them and lead them to suicide, because that's what Satan does. Yeah. He takes whatever happens in your life, and he lies about it, amplifies it, and makes you feel like there's no hope out of whatever you may have gotten into. So 
Satan is hate. Satan hates you, hates us. And he can come up with many ways to just make a life miserable. And again, I'm going to say, if we let him. That movie we just watched yes. the other night, I mean, it's based on a true story about a, a woman who was falsely accused of murder. Mm-hmm. And they put her through the most horrific time of her life, years spent between jail and the inmates picking on her. And She had to go through three trials before they finally found her innocent. Right. She met somebody in there, in the prison, another female inmate, uh, inmate mm-hmm. who told her, you've got to toughen up or you're not going to make it. You've got to stand right. your ground. Well, see, that's the point. You could go through that grief, which is normal when it first happens, but you can't stay there. Right. This lady then, and this is a true story, she wrote a book. Don't cower down to evil, to peer pressure. If you know it's wrong, stick to your guns. If you're young, there's plenty of that going around. You have to hold on, but you have to have the word of God to know. Well, Jesus is the friend. He is our friend. Exactly. He loves us so immeasurably and wants us to have all abundant and joyful life feeling free of fear and anxiety, because that's not why we were put here. When you follow and watch how Jesus walked this earth, he had many enemies. I mean, you know, the religious people were after him. I mean, they finally put him on a cross, but he came for that purpose. Yes, but he never struck out at anyone Whatever he went through, he did it peacefully. He said what he had to say, and he did it peacefully. Knowing who our friend is, is the biggest weapon we can have against Satan's attacks. Because he loves us so much, he will correct us. Yes. You know, you correct your children because you know No, don't steal. I don't want to see you in jail. Don't lie. It's a sin to lie. Satan's a liar. You train your children to become people of integrity and people of love and people who care and want to share and want to help other people. So Jesus, knowing that Satan is roaming this earth like a roaring lion, he wants to toughen us up through adversity. Now, when God puts us through adversities, we may not like it, but he's doing it because he loves us so that we would be able to stand in peace and be calm when adversities of this world come to us. If you put God to the test, you read the scriptures, absorb them, and look as you live your life for his word and his touch in your life, after a while you start to recognize it. There was a woman when we were just courting in church, right, Rosalie? Mm -hmm. 
this lady always had a smile on her face. She was the piano player. Yeah, she would never heard a bad word out of her mouth or gossip or unhappy, none of that. She was just so pleasant. It was always a pleasure to be with her. And you say, well, a goody two shoes and, you know, everything is great in her life. Hardly. This lady lived with a husband who was an alcoholic, very, very hard to live with, abusive. She had parents that were not well. She had a mountain full of problems. But she knew who her friend was, and she knew who she could depend on. Yeah, and she came in and played that piano every Sunday. And I mean, sometimes it got to the point, because I I remember being part of the worship team, and I was the drummer. Sunday nights would be a jam session (laughs) to the Lord. But the thing is that we never, ever saw a bad word come out of her mouth or depression or any complaining whatsoever. Mm -hmm. When you start trusting him, he becomes more alive in you. And he, he gets so close and you'll wonder why did I ever try to live without him? You know, Psalm 94, 12, 13, this is a, a training, training verses here. Blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied, envied is the man whom you discipline, talking about God, and instruct. You discipline and instruct us, Lord, because you love us, and you teach us out of your law, that you may give him power to keep himself calm in the days of adversity. I have to read that again to you so that you understand. I don't want to go past it that quickly. He wants to give us power to keep us calm in the days of adversity until the inevitable pit of corruption is dug for the wicked. Yes. Yes. You cannot learn any better lesson than those two scriptures. If that's all you get out of this program today, please, Psalm 94, 12 and 13, they're gold. We've got stories. I mean, just by virtue of our longevity, we've come across not only us, but many people that we came across in our ministry that we tried to help. I mean, we don't have to go into everything, but families who lost children, they died and caught in that web and divorces because of the situation. One partner couldn't take it. There's a stable point here. The power is Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? It's there for you. You take our dear friends, okay, Phyllis mm-hmm. and Kent. They lost a boy who had a, a brain injury probably 40 years now. It's been, he died on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. And that was a hard pill to swallow. With that kind of trauma, it would have been very easy to go off and say, God, you took my child. They never wavered, you know, year after year with, with that pain as faithful as could be every day of their lives. And just recently, big storm in Florida, a bolt of lightning 
hit their house and burnt it down to the ground. Homeless. Everything was gone. After all these years, I mean, they're up there just like we are. And now... They lost everything. They lost it all. Their attitudes were still going for God Mm -hmm. and make a way. Well, the Homeowners Association came along. They went to helping them, started crowdfunding for them. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to be rebuilding the house. But how much can a person take? These people lost it all. If you let him have his way with your life and let him discipline you and teach you in the way you should go. You think you're giving up so much, but he's going to give you the best of the best and you won't even miss what you had you thought was so valuable. You'll be getting something so much better and it becomes easier when you faithfully read his word. What do you get out of this? Power. You get stronger. That's to right. keep you calm, as those verses said, to keep you calm in, in the times of adversity. When we're calm, we can think and hear from God what his strategy is and what he would have us to do or just stand still and know that I am God. Either way, he's got you covered. Yes. He's got you covered from the back. He's walking in front of you, and you got that umbrella over your head for protection and provision. You can't lose. No, you can't. As a kid, you know, I grew up on the streets in New York. The kids today, all you youngsters out there, have it a lot harder than I did. Even those on the streets with the gangs and the whole bit, you don't have a child or you don't have a chance. I mean, between the schools dictating what they're teaching, what they're not, and everything else that's going on between drugs and churches just are washing away the gospel to suit the 21st century, and it's tough. I remember as a youngster, I had a friend who was almost my twin, Pete, my buddy Pete Wolfinger. Now he's in Florida. I mentioned his name. Hi, Pete. (laughs) (laughs) We used to be pretty rough and tumble and all of that. Only thing is we look so much alike that every time he got in trouble and they'd come after him, I'd end up where he would be, and they'd take me for him. I'd get a beating, you know. But we never missed going to church, and we never laid God aside. As lousy as we were and miserable, we knew the respect we had to give to a living God. We were taught that. You know, the Psalm 94, 16 through 19, here's more benefits. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Unless the Lord had been my help, I would soon have dwelt in the land where there is silence. When I said, my foot is slipping, your mercy and your loving kindness, O Lord, held me up. In the multitude of my anxious thoughts within me, your comforts cheer and delight my soul. Exactly. You know, when we don't have the Lord, 
really as our best friend and our go-to. The moment you feel a little bit off or you feel a little bit scared or just all of a sudden there's a circumstance looming before you that you have never ever uh, experienced before and you have no idea of what to do. Jesus is your friend and you don't have to wait to call him. You don't have to wait to email him. All you have to do is say, Lord, I love you. Please help me with this. Give me your wisdom. If you're going to read all the craziness that's going on in the world and all this this filth that's out there, that's what you're going to absorb and become a part of you. But if you pick up a Bible or you get it online, I mean, it's everywhere today, start reading it and start to put it in you because it will stay there. And when you need it, it'll crop back up when you're in need of some encouragement. So if you're alone and you study the Bible, not as somebody who's going to go into preaching or just as a child of God, know what your father is writing to you. We are his children. But if you don't read it, you'll never know how much he cares. When you're looking for advice from someone, go to someone who knows the Lord, really knows the Lord. Because 1 Corinthians 3.20 says, And again, the Lord knows the thoughts and reasonings of the humanly wise and recognizes how futile they are. So always pick up the Bible, but go to someone who is more experienced in knowing the Lord longer than you have. They will help you walk through whatever you're going through because they will tell you the truth. They've been in God's word. They've been with the Lord. And that's the type of person you want to go to. He made all of us. He wrote the book, not meaning just the Bible, his word, but he wrote the book of life, life from beginning to end. He knows what's going to happen in the future. He was in the past. He's in the present. Why wouldn't you have somebody like that on your side? What Tony and I have learned to do is when things get tough, as I say, sometimes you just don't know which way to go or what road to take. We just simply say, Lord, we turn it all over to you. We take it out of our hands and we put it in yours. You make the decision. We will wait and hear, and he will speak to you. God will speak to you if you're quiet enough and you're talking to him on a daily basis. And he will guide you within your soul. He will guide you. And we, he has done that to us many times. That's why when we say you're not alone, you are not alone because Jesus is with you. He wants to be with you. He wants to walk and talk with you. And he will help you through everything. He knows it's tough down here. He knows it's very hard. He walked down here. He knows what it's like to have enemies. That's why he came. He wanted to experience what we go through. So don't be afraid to go to him and to give him everything and surrender yourself to him and just let him have his way because he does know the end from the beginning. The evil is no respecter of persons at all. You know, whether you're young going through what you're going through or older, 
For us who are seniors, it's like you're a shoe that's been too worn and they throw you away. That's a fact. That's the way it is out here. We've lived it. Because we are older, (laughs) we have a history with the Lord. I could tell you time after time after time that he's come through. And now I am 76. And I could tell you, and I've said it a million times, he has never failed me yet. If you like history, I remember watching President Truman's daughter on the Ed Sullivan show. Think of that. Well, you're going to say, who's who's Ed Sullivan? Who's Truman, right? That's it. All I'm trying to say, young and old, there is a living God we've moved away from. That's your helper. We know it's so hard for you right now. You know, the older people have kind of found their way, and sometimes they kind of lose it, too, and they need to be reminded. The road is narrow. God's way is narrow, but get on that road and you will never regret it. You have your problems, you say, but you know, when we got married, it was a a mixed bag with two separate cultures, two separate religions, a battle galore. My mother was told if she walked down the aisle in any way, shape or form in a Protestant church, she was going to hell. And that wasn't the Stone Age, you know. That, that was in the 60s, but yeah. That's like the Stone Age. That's like the Stone Age, yes, true. But but we've been there, done that. We are just coming to the end here and want you to know the only reason we do this, being so transparent, is we've got hope and encouragement to pour into you by the gallon. And we want to do that before we leave this earth. We've got something for you. And there is just one last thing I want to say about this. We did explain that Satan is the enemy and Jesus is your friend. But Jesus is giving you that power that he has when you accept him. You don't have to put up with whatever Satan is telling you or whatever chaos he is causing, you could just simply say very peacefully, in Jesus' name, you must get out of this house, get out of my life, and get out of this situation, and he must flee in the name of Jesus. If you want to hear more and be a part of this ministry, when you're listening to us, you can click the follow button and we'll put you on the list. We'll send you newsletters at the end of the month. We will send you the newer programs that are coming up through the mail, the email, whatever you need. We're here to help you out. And this is Tony. And Laureen. You have a Jesus-filled day, and God bless you as you go forward. Thank you. You can become a Living with Victory Ministries patron with a monthly donation of $5 or more. Simply go to livingwithvictory.podbean.com and look for the PayPal button. That's livingwithvictory at podbean.com. Thanks for listening. There's a promise.